Welcome to this episode of Kindred Conversations. Um, I think we'll just jump right in and start with our moment of gratitude. Do you want to go first? Sure. So Pierce and Miles and I are moving in a week, which feels really <laughs> weird to say. Um, it feels like it came on really fast. But today, my mom and sister came over to help me start packing. Um I have moved several times in my life before and so my aunt with my family and so they are just like professional packers like they know what they're doing and it was so nice to have them come over because it's been feeling really daunting to me just having miles and a puppy and we're renovating the house we're trying to move into it just has felt like a lot (laughs) it is a lot (laughs) (laughs) all good things but a lot and I just felt so grateful that I needed help and my mom and sister showed up with packing tape and in like an hour and a half we packed Miles's whole room, we packed the laundry room and I am just so grateful to have family nearby and people that I can call that I know will always be there when I need them. Okay, Paris, how do we always have, like, such similar things? <laughs> They're always so much the same. We're just in sync. I, we are in sync. Mine was kind of the same. Um, I, I'm just so grateful for my big sister. She Aww. is the sweetest. And we have not lived by each other for a really long time. Um, so we go through phases of just, you know, not catching up super often. She has two little kids. I have two little kids. We're both just running around crazy. And so it can be really hard. You know, I, when we talk, we both want to talk for like an hour at least. And so it can be yeah. hard to like find that time. Yeah. So we can go a while without like really catching up. But, um, I was just having just a really difficult moment the other day and, um, I just knew I could call her. Like, I knew she was going to be there right when I needed her. And she was the only person that I wanted to talk to about this. And I, like, call her sobbing. And she, like, instantly is there for me. And, like, I just there to talk me through it and pick me up and, like, give me all the motivation and encouragement I needed. And, wow, like, just family and sisters are such um, important relationships. And I'm just so grateful for them right now. I agree. I honestly can't imagine not having sisters. And I know so many people don't, but I feel like I rely so heavily on mine. So totally. And go sisters. Go sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So as I, as I talked about, I didn't hint about it. I definitely said. (laughs) So subtle. As as I subtly brought up. (laughs) You're like, so we're moving in a week. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So as I mentioned earlier, we are moving in a week. And can I say your favorite? Yes. Yeah, I brought it up last week. Okay, sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. (laughs) And Brittany's moving too, which is so wild. Also, I'm trying really hard to just be excited about what's coming and not (laughs) mourning the fact that Brittany and I can't throw a rock at each other's house anymore. Oh my gosh. I know. How many times a day is Johnny like, oh, Paris is leaving. (laughs) Looks like Pierce is coming home. I wonder where he was. (laughs) 
I'm jealous. We can't see that. We can't see when you guys come. I know. Up. I know. Not fair. Our back window like looks onto their driveway, and so we like always notice when they're coming and going. And every day when we go on a walk or a bike ride, Miles, Brooks's house. Yeah, Brooks's house. No, it's been such a fun phase, and it's weird that we're both moving right at the same time. I know, and we're not going to live close to each other. Yeah. Well, we don't really to be know. Determined. How yeah. Close. We don't know how close we will be living because we have not purchased a home. So this will be a really fun surprise. <laughs> but we will be long distance for a little while. Yes, we will. Yeah. And, but anyways, it will be the end of a season and I am excited and nervous and happy and sad and all of the feelings that come with transition. And I just figured we had to talk about this on the podcast because it is, we're both going through something really huge right now at the exact same time, which is so mm-hmm. funny that it ended up being this oh, way. Oh, totally. Because I definitely thought that it would, it would be like a year apart. Right. <laughs> but anyways, we just thought it would be such a good opportunity to talk about times of transition and how we navigate those personally and with our families. In thinking about this like time of transition and um, moving, so I think I talked about this actually on um, our episode with Darren, but we are, we haven't purchased a house, so we're actually uh, moving back in with my parents for a few months because we like weren't totally committed to where we wanted to be yet. And we just like really want to find the right thing. And so we're like, you know what? We might as well just like wait till the right thing comes up. We're going to take our time. And we have this opportunity because my husband works from home. So anyway, we are um, moving out of state, I guess, moving back to Oregon for a few months. And then we'll come back to Utah. Um, Anyway, so this period like definitely feels like very, very transitional. I think especially because we're not like going right into another home that we'll be in long term. Um, anyway, so because of all of that, like one of the first things that came up when Paris and I were talking about being in a time of transition to like sort of ground you and help with the chaos is just maintaining as much of a routine as possible. And I feel like, especially, especially when you have kids and young kids, like that has been so essential for Brooks and Wells. Um, despite like us packing and even in the middle of the summer, why is your schedule just like out the window? That's true. Anyway, so I, so one thing that we are working on is like really keep maintain or building a routine right now with Brooks and Wells so that when we go to Oregon, we'll be able to like maintain some sense of that same routine, even though everything else is like a little bit chaotic. I was actually having this thought today. I'm so grateful for the habits and the routines that I do have. My life right now is absolute chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Like in in the best way. But like I said, we have a lot going on right now. And renovating a home has just been exciting and wild. And we're doing it in such a short amount of time. But it made me think I'm so grateful for those habits that I have. Because honestly, right now, I don't feel... I don't feel my best. I don't feel my healthiest. I don't feel like I'm in this perfect routine. But because of the routines and the habits that I do have, this chaotic version of it is still pretty livable. Mm -hmm. And so, so I'm grateful that I have those habits to fall back on and just to make things smoother. 
Totally. This is actually such a good plug too for morning routine. Yeah. I was thinking that because obviously it's, I mean, I talked a lot about how it's important for our kids, but even, yeah, for us, like just to have some sense of continuity in our life, I think it's so important to build those routines because it's like so quick for when, when things aren't quite in your normal order. It's like all of a sudden you start eating less healthy and then you're feeling worse and then you're not sleeping as well. And you're, you know, like your workouts go out the door. And so I don't know, just in general, like I get grumpier. Like I feel like I'm not showing up in the ways I want to be. So just maintaining like some sense of routine for yourself is Oh my gosh, huge. And starting the day with that routine for yourself can just like set you up to at least be in a better place and show up in the ways that you want to. Yeah. And I've definitely felt the impacts that you're talking about. And my morning routine isn't what it is at its peak, at its prime, Mm -hmm. but it's there to, it's there and it's smaller and it fits for my life right now, but it's what makes sense like in this period. And also having toddlers, like we're both moving with toddlers. And I think that's going to be such a great way to help them stay grounded and to stay happy. Obviously, there are going to be some emotions that Mm -hmm. come with moving. But I think that's a way to help them feel secure throughout the transition is to know that they wake up, they get breakfast, they go on their walk. Whatever your routine looks like for the day. So that's something that we've been really trying to hang on to, even though our life is a little bit crazy right now. Yeah. I definitely am still prioritizing nap time and bedtime and breakfast at home and the things that we, that are really pillars of our life Mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. Okay. Also in talking about maintaining like some sense of continuity for yourself and your children, um, Okay, your spouse, like, hello. I actually, I don't think I've really noticed this until we're, like, talking about it right now. But I think when um, Johnny and I are going through some kind of change, I mean, obviously, a lot of times it's very exciting. um, And that can bring us closer together. You know, when we've been expecting a baby or moving or new job or whatever it is. Like, it it usually comes with, like, a sense of excitement, which is really, you know, it, it has a magic of its own. But um, I also think it can be really difficult to maintain um, just, like, a feeling, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but just, like, being on the same page as your spouse. So I something that has been helpful for me, um, if your spouse is not so communicative. <laughs> this might be helpful for you too. Um, because I want all the answers and like Johnny just does not offer them up freely at all times of the day. So um, one thing that's been really big for me is having intentional discussions about like our main goals, like maybe long-term goals or just the main goals or like a, a general vision for how we want the next few years to go and holding on to that is like so helpful for me to feel like we're both on the same page when everything else feels like totally upended that's so great I I also like that you brought up there's so much excitement with these big life events but there also can be a lot of stress and pressure and things that you're not used to in your relationship so I'm even seeing that with Pierce and I like we're so excited and so happy but also like so overwhelmed and trying Mm -hmm. to manage a thousand different things and trying to do work and take care of miles and move and it's just it's a lot so staying on that same page and just realizing that 
like it's going to be a little bit chaotic for a mm-hmm. second, but we need to make sure that we're on the same page and what are our goals? Like our goals are to get into this house and to make it a place we love and to make it an enjoyable experience for our family mm-hmm. really helps take away from the stress of, oh my gosh, we accidentally just knocked a hole into our ceiling and we don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real story. <laughs> I'm also you talking about keeping that big picture with what you want for your family. Um, that just made me think it, it's been a hard decision for Pierce and I to move at this point in our life because we love our little townhouse that we're in now. We love it. We love our neighborhood. We love our community. We're pretty close to the freeway. Great location. Like it's, it's hard to leave. We know it's not where we want to be long-term, but we were kind of at the point where we realized that we were ready for something that we were ready for somewhere that we could put down roots. But my point is it was really hard to come to that decision of do we, are we not totally content with where we're at because we want, we should be investing in this or are we not totally content with where we're at because it's time to move on. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I feel very familiar with. Like I said, my, my family has moved a lot. I moved a lot growing up. Um, I grew up mostly in Colorado, but honestly in like a few other states as well. And um, partially that was partially for my dad's schooling because I was born when my dad was in medical school. But also then we moved to Colorado when my dad started working. And my family wasn't from Colorado. We've never been in Colorado. We don't know where the right spot was for our family. So that I watched my parents have that trial and error like is this the right spot this doesn't feel right move and I watched them go through that thought process of should we try harder and make this work or are or is it going to be a better fit for our family if we move and I think that that applies to moves it applies to job changes it applies to friendships it applies Mm -hmm. to so many different aspects of our life just kind of that discussion of do I do I try harder? Do I add a sandbox to my backyard or do I need to move? What is that? How to find that balance? And I think that's just such a big thing you need to be talking to your partner about throughout making these big life decisions. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. And it's interesting too, because I think, I mean, even in thinking about moving, that when it's not so far, you don't necessarily have to ask yourself that, but even like more long, long distance. Um, I think that can become a big question in a lot of your friendships. Like, do I invest harder in these and find, you know, do I become more creative in the ways that we're reaching out because it takes a lot more effort or do I at some point recognize like, it's just not working. We're not connecting the way we used to. And do I let this go? That can be like such a difficult thing, but, but, um, I don't know, like an interesting thought. I remember actually during, I think it was during COVID when like everything was shut down. Um, I don't know if you know, you know, the Darling magazine. Oh yeah. Okay. So they have just like an email that they send out and like a little blog. And um, there was an article that they had written on that same aspect in friendships. Anyway, it was really interesting to read, but it just talked about how like not all friendships will last the course, you know, will last like your whole life. And so we should appreciate them for what they are. But like, sometimes it's time to let them go. If like, 
it's just for whatever reason, like not working. Anyway, yeah. I thought like, wow, what a, what an important principle to learn. Yeah. And to be able to really like do some deep introspection to realize like what you are most needing at that time. Yeah. And there really are just times in your life where certain things serve you. And then it's just like, it's the changing of seasons and mm-hmm. things change and it's time to invest in other areas of your life. Okay. And I'm actually, while you said that, I am so glad that you just said changing of seasons that just like sparked a thought in me. Um, because I was thinking about this, like periods of transition right along with changing of seasons. Um, I am like such, I don't know if this is the right way to even say this. I am such a nostalgic person. Anything like from my past smells or specific memories, like have a very, very strong pull to me. And we will drive through areas that I've been to in my childhood and just like say to Johnny, like, oh my gosh, like I can feel all of it, you know, like, wow, I feel like I'm there and I can smell it and I can see it. And anyway, um, it has been at times in my life so hard for me to let go of, of the seasons that I'm in when it's time for them to change. And, um, both, both like very literally with the actual seasons themselves, there are some seasons I have such a hard time letting go of summer. Um, (laughs) and, um, and as well as, you know, just seasons of life. Anyway, I think a big, big thing that helps with this is, um, gratitude is just being able to be very grateful for the seasons that you have been given, right? I I don't know a better way to honestly overcome that grief than to just be very grateful for the fact that you were able to experience it, you know? I love that. That's such a beautiful thought, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. And also just going along with the perspective change and this and continuing with the seasons as well. Yes, it's so sad when summer is over, but but the end of summer comes fall mm-hmm. and fall brings its own beautiful, amazing. Oh, fall is magic. Yeah. It's amazing. And I'm always yes. so sad for summer to be over, but then fall comes and it always makes it feel so much better. Totally. No, I actually agree. I often think about, I don't know why, but that specific change from summer to fall, like almost feels spiritual to me. I don't oh, know what it is about fall, I but love it. it is so necessary. <laughs> And it's like you're on this high from summer, right? Like I mentioned, our schedules are just totally out the window and we're constantly outside and we're in the heat and it just feels like the energy is very high. And this transition into fall in Utah, um, I mean, I, I know that everywhere has this, but in Utah specifically, I don't know anywhere that has like a stronger scent of the rain coming on. Um, you can literally smell it like if it's raining in a nearby area you can smell like the storm coming into your city because you the Utah is so dry and we literally live in a desert and it's just the scent of like that dirt getting wet anyway so you can smell it come in and oh it has the best smell ever and I just think fall smells like that here so the scent of fall and then literally like it's getting darker and you're getting to be inside more and like the energy is just like really slowing down and calming down and like I don't know what it is but like there is something very spiritual about it and if you if you like wasted away your fall being so sad about the things that you couldn't do in the summer anymore um then you would miss this like really really beautiful season that that Utah has to offer so yeah oh that's so good We've also been talking so much about our the choices that bring 
the transitions, whether it's moving or with friendships, but also as mothers, whether we like it or not, we are always in a season of transition. Mm -hmm. My baby isn't a baby. He's a toddler. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big shift from what it was two years ago. And you watched your season of being a mother of one change so drastically when you brought another baby into your family. Mm -hmm. And we're so quickly watching our kids change and watching our family dynamics change. And so in a way, I think we're really kind of always in a state of transition. Totally. Like the changing of the Totally. Seasons. Once you become a parent, it's like just constant. And I'm sure <laughs> it was hard for you to let go of that phase of Brooks being the only child, but what beauty came from having Wells in your family. Totally. Don't you, I feel like so often you hear of parents of one, I don't know that I often hear of people saying it after their first, but I feel like so often with your, like parents of one, child they like express this anxiety over introducing a new member of the family and yeah. like how you know how will my first do and I feel like I'm betraying them and like all of this stuff like I've never heard a single person I mean maybe it's because no one wants to admit it no <laughs> <laughs> but I've never heard a sing I've never heard a single person say that it wasn't for the better or like it didn't end up being this most magical yeah. thing that they needed in their life but I think that you can obviously mourn that the changing of that time but then just like revel in the in the goodness that is coming you know and and I don't know I'm not saying like ignore those those feelings of sadness that something's ending but um like obviously having a time to like feel those and then also embrace this next phase is just such a it's honestly a skill I think this is a good place I think for anyone struggling with this, and this is advice for myself included, like I'm mourning that we're leaving this phase of life that has been so, so good to us. I think such a good practice to implement right now would be to journal, just to get it all out, like feel all the feelings and kind of move, move forward with gratitude, but really taking the time to acknowledge all of that and to get it out and to remember how fun fondly you'll look back on this time mm -hmm. okay another thing that um I feel like has been very helpful and I'm better at this sometimes than I am others um I'm curious how you guys do but it's just like regularly checking in with not only myself but like regularly checking in with my spouse and obviously I can't like personally sort of um, check in with my kids, but I can do like an assessment, yeah. you know, just through observation and in discussion with Johnny about like, okay, how do we feel like Brooks is doing? Um, but I think just like regularly checking in and then adjusting as needed is so important because there have been times where I feel like things are a little bit crazy and hectic and we're totally fine. Like everyone can roll with it and things are good. Yeah. But there are times when things are totally crazy and hectic and I notice that like, oh, Brooks is acting up maybe a little bit or, you know, he's needing a little more attention or struggling with this thing. And so I have to be very intentional about adjusting as needed to give him like those things, to give him more attention or to, you know, maybe 
um, be a little bit more intentional about his bedtime routine or whatever it is. So just like remembering to regularly check in and, and don't forget yourself in the process, like yeah. asking what you need, what would be helpful to add into your routine or to adjust to. And just continually adapting and yes. making it work for your family. Yes. Yes. You guys probably do better at that than us, but. Oh, I'm I'm sure not. But we try. We try hard. Okay, one last thing that I actually was thinking about um, that can be very helpful in any time of transition is making a very intentional effort in um, some specific relationships. I think um, this has been so important to me um, whenever I'm going through a big life change. So in the last few years that has been like having children and then now moving, um, that I notice myself moving away from like larger group gatherings to more one-on-one time. Um, and that, I mean, that doesn't have to be true to everyone, but I do think the, the one thing that like holds true for everyone would be, um, just being very intentional about like the connections that you have, because I, I think it can be so easy to get lost in them and to not feel like you're really being seen or really being heard, or even that you're losing some of those relationships that you want. So, um, just recognizing those who make you feel good, recognizing those who, um, are so important in your life and then being very intentional about connecting with those people I think is so important. I think that's so comforting too when you are in such a big period of transition when you are investing in those relationships that do really mean so much to you just to have that comfort of if I can put in this effort I can maintain this friendship mm-hmm. if it is what I need moving forward. Totally. No, I totally agree. With that said... We are planning on continuing to do our podcast long distance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wait. I feel like we were were setting it up to be like, and with that said, it's time to transition out of. It's time to end this season. It is not time to end this season. We are just getting started. (laughs) I feel like I had to to say that. I feel like we were really setting ourselves up for that. I hope nobody thought that. Oh, my gosh. No, we are so excited to continue Kindred Conversations. Yes. We have a stockpile of episodes to release while Brittany is gone. She'll be traveling back, and we'll probably do a few virtually as well. So Kindred Conversations isn't going anywhere, but we just really wanted to take the opportunity while we are going through such big transitions to really talk through our feelings and emotions because we've both been feeling the effects of major life changes. And I know that as mothers and just in general, big life changes, I think we experience them very frequently. It's a little bit shocking to me how frequently we experience something that kind of rocks our world in good and bad ways. Totally. No, I think that honestly it is a skill to like learn how to transition, learn how to like gracefully move from one phase of your life to another. And I think maybe it doesn't feel so graceful on the inside, but you know, just remembering like what really grounds you can be so helpful in, in just like feeling a little bit more of a sense of continuity. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Kindred Conversations. And like Paris said, we are doing, um, we will be doing some episodes virtually, which actually we typically like to record in person with our guests. Um, so we have been doing that as much as possible. 
But now that we will be doing a few episodes virtually, I feel like that has opened up the realm of possibilities about guests that we could have on. And we would love to have any recommendations of people that you want to hear from. We always have a running list of people that we're reaching out to. So please let us know um, if there is anyone specific that you think would be fun to hear from on an episode.